and gentlemen, welcome back to the Fangs Out Podcast brought to you by the Wide World of Board Gaming. I am your host, Vincent Leonard Morgado. Joining me, as per the usual, Mr. Drew Bishop. Sigh. Sigh. God damn it. I was going to say, they, they fly now. That's my line. How dare you take my line? Oh my god, is that your line? What the... <laughs> well, that was totally unscripted. Oh crap. I mean, you can just say the line again because that's the uh, line it, of the movie. It's, it's A-OK. Keep going. Introduce yourself. Wow, wow. <laughs> they fly now. Oh, man. Very good, Drew. I like how we completely th- you completely threw Nick for a loop before he even got to say who he was. <laughs> uh, joining us for, I believe this is his third or fourth time on the show. Third time. Third time mm-hmm. on the show. Third album. Uh, Mr. Nick Sperry from the Gold Squadron Podcast. How's it going, my dyads in the force? Oh, Jesus Christ. Don't, don't do that again. Um, Nick, before we get into everything, tell everyone what you did today. Sure. Well, yesterday, technically, last night, oh, I yesterday. watched the fine wine that is uh, Rise of Skywalker. And um, I, I've never gone to bed with a headache not with from a movie, not because of the sound being too loud, but from the movie just frustrating me to that level. Um, I have. It was called the second Starship Troopers movie. <laughs> Um, truly equivalent to levels of production quality. We decided that we wanted to reset the Wave 8 releases. We got into them a little bit last week, but because uh, we didn't have access to all the information, which I have scoured the internet for for the past several days, and I have finally acquired it, we thought we'd run it all back uh, with a little more in-depth analysis. So, uh, gentlemen, we all have our files. Let's start with the ETA 2 Actus. Uh, We talked about its stats last week. Uh, three uh, three die primary in the bullseye, a two die primary to the entire front arc, three evade dice, and three hull, no shields. Uh, we do have looks at some of the other pilots now, however, not just Anakin, but we know it's going to have uh, Obi Wan. I'm assuming their name is a- it's Ala Secura is the name. Yes. Uh, an, an initiative skill four, who I do not know because it's really short. Starting with an S. Do we have any guesses? Might be Sase Tin again. He was also I four in the um, okay in the what's it called the um, the not the Bell Blob the other the other thing the Pompadour the Delta, the Delta Seven the Delta Seven yeah. <laughs> so assuming that Sase Tin kept his ability from the Delta Seven, I think that's actually going to be hilariously good in the Actus because he's going to have a reposition and then be able to change his dial. <laughs> If you read if you read the blurry text at the start of the end, blah blah blah, spend any number of force, friendly ships at range, ships does not re something during the blah blah blah. So it sounds it sounds like they keep their tokens or a token of some kind. Okay, so definitely a little bit more of a support option if and uh, if we are at all close as to what the rule is. Uh, we've got a generic I three, a generic I four. You think that's possibly Jedi? What what's the I three going to be? I don't know, but there's an ability on it. Yeah, it's got an ability that the I four doesn't. I'm assuming the I four is a Jedi Knight. It would it would only make sense. All right, let's see. Some kind of limited I three that we do not know. It says after another friendly, spend one of one or more force. If you do, it looks like shoot. If you do shoot, and then it and then you can't read it anymore. Interesting. So we've got we are unsure as to the ability of the i3 possibly limited, um, and then of course the i4 generic, which I'm just going to call the Jedi Knight because that's what it is, 
and then uh, the the hyperspace ring. Um, the hang on, I have a we have a better image of this trans bomb trans bomb control line. Do I have that correct? I'm close to it. Well, let me double check. I don't. I don't quite know. To look at all the, the where you are looking. On control this link. I'm sorry. That's control link. Uh, oh, oh, here we go. Yeah, uh, trans trans ball meg or mech control link. Okay. Okay. Uh, hyperspace docking ring. One Delta Seven Ether Sprite ETA two Actus or Nimbus class V wing can dock with you. While a ship is docked with you, you gain that ship's initiative and are assigned that ship's dial. While you execute a maneuver, reduce the speed to is that two one. Yeah, reduce looks like two one. Before you execute an advanced maneuver, execute a white stationary maneuver instead. Then you may rotate 90 degrees or 180 degrees. While no ship is docked with you, you are not assigned a maneuver dial and do not activate or engage. Um, and it gives you the uh, – it, it counts as or it, I'm assuming this is a counts as. It has its own single evade die, one hull, and two shields. So I guess that's its stats for when you're detached from it. Makes sense. It's interesting because um, I don't know, Vince, if you I, – I know you weren't terribly into playing 1.0, but every release for 1.0 had an additional little uh, like data sheet or like page with it that gave you rules to play a specific scenario with that ship to do what it was supposed to do um, or, or do something fluffy like it did in the movies. Um and so looking at this, I think they said that this wasn't going to be legal for play, the ring, um, for, for competitive play. So I'm wondering if the ring is going to be, it will come with something like that, which will give you a scenario to, to use with your ships at home, you know, with yourself or with your, you know, wife, girlfriend or, or, or roommates to, to have play a little mini thing with. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, in that case, should we just skip the, the hyperdrive ring card itself? Um, I think we should still talk about it. It's interesting, right. right? This is something new. Um, I'm going to try this. It looks like the site... I'm going with Siler. Well, Makes sense, I, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, we're calling, just going to call it the hyperdrive ring. Uh, setup, you can be placed anywhere in the play area beyond range 1 of obstacles, beyond range 3 of enemy ships, and beyond range 3 of the enemy table edge. Um, that card is in a different configuration than anyone I've ever seen. It's reversed. This is also interesting. It might mean if you pay for the ring, right? The card, like, like you know, it's a ship card, right? That we just talked about. So maybe that yeah. ship card has an has an upgrade bar, and that's one of the things on the upgrade bar. Huh. Okay. Um, then of course we have the R two unit that we talked about last time. We have a new force power, which I saw someone reveal. Patience, I think. Yes. Yep. Patience. That's funny. Were you were you were you telling him to be patient, or were you t telling him what it was? I mean, I, I feel like I have to tell <laughs> him to be patient. Sometimes uh, telling me to be patient is a completely wasted. Um, a, wow, missed opportunity, a wasted opportunity. Never yeah. a wasted opportunity. Um, at the start of the engagement phase, if there is an enemy ship in your front arc, you may gain one deplete token to recover one force. Uh, this is a light side only card. Um, do I want to put this on Luke? <laughs> Like just, I, I'm thinking about this. Like, do I want to put? Is there any reason why I would have? The only thing I could think about, actually, I could run this on Leia and be very happy. 
What does it do again? I'm sorry, did you say? At or... the start of the engagement phase, if there's an enemy ship in your front arc, you may gain one deplete token to recover one force. Hmm. I don't think it's worth it taking it on Luke. Because he already, whenever he's getting shot at, he's already getting a force back, so... Wouldn't you? And I, it's going to be interesting what the price point is going to be for patience as well. If it's anywhere near mm-hmm. sense, I feel like you just take sense, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Well, so here's let me let me make the argument um, because I'm a fan of making arguments for shitty cards. Uh, if Luke is burned out on, uh, like, let's say that I just that I'm planning on using my uh, torpedo and I want to proc an, an instinctive aim, but I still want to have two force. There's no reason why I couldn't just pop a. Uh, there's no reason I couldn't do that. Right, but you got to think about too. You know, Luke is just going to get shot back by all seven vulture droids. You know, one of those shots having him roll one one agility, right? Like it's a deplete, not a strain. De- oh, but even then, you're you're you have got four. You got four. So deplete is, but it minus it takes one attack. attack. Yeah, minus one attack die. So you'd be rolling a three die torpedo shot. Where I'm rolling a three die primary, I, I I I'm just saying that if you're burned out on force and you're gonna get, and the first thing that's gonna shoot you, uh, is you're only gonna have one mod for it. But then at the same time, you only have two green dice, and it really doesn't make a whole lot of difference. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's you know it's interesting. I, I like the argument for it, but I'll bet you you know some of these pilots that you know the card comes with might be able to use it um uh, better, right? Like the one that we just talked about that might let friendlies keep tokens. That you might put patience on that on that ship, so you can gain a deplete token to get more force back, so more of your ships can hold onto their tokens or something, right? It'll mm. be interesting to see uh, outside of the tie BA how deplete kind of uh, is expanded into the game too, because you don't really see deplete uh, passed off outside of the tie BA. I'm not really even sure if there are many other ways to be taking depletes if it doesn't. Evolve. Finn, yeah, there's a, there's like a few, there's a small uh, handful of pilots, like you can count them on one hand in the game bon that Reg. give you deplete. Von Reg, right? Like, yeah, well, uh, I, I mean, outside of the tie BA though. So we'll be seeing oh, another yeah. way of taking a deplete token now or giving it to yourself, of course. So I think we might see people have to, we might see people tinker with it and just try to get a feel for, uh, giving themselves deplete tokens, because I think we're yep. usually used to seeing either Von Reg take one, a reposition, get in a good spot, or Hollow, you know, passing tokens off. So, so yeah. Right, right. Uh, I, I was just looking at the uh, wiki, the X-Wing wiki, and it apparently is being suggested that the Initiative 3 pilot is going to be Yoda. Interesting. And that might, I mean, that might explain why you don't... So you know, on the, on the spread, you don't see the name of the pilot because it's so small. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else was there? There's that a. Oh, go ahead. I, I was just, I was just gonna say that would that would make sense if, that, if that's Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a card here that uh, something maneuvers. I'm assuming it's erratic or probably some. I I believe someone mentioned this card before and it was called erratic maneuvers. Um. And it's after you take a boost action, something, something. So probably a modification. I mean, it definitely looks like it has to be a mod because it wouldn't fit anywhere else. Um, so let's see. Let, um, you might use the turn, blah, blah, blah. So it could be something like Daredevil, but involving... A boost, right, to flip uh, 90 degrees left or right, depending on where you... Force-related, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. kind of forced to do a daredevil boost um 
yeah, that that's possible. I guess just seeing the turn, I see yeah turn maneuvers in the card, the card name. Definitely think that's a, that's a possibility. That could be the card. I'm not exactly sure, but uh, yeah, there. I think we could be seeing a lot of interesting force synergy stuff being used with the right with repositioning. This wave also does have the um, uh, what is it? The droid bomber, the weird flat frisbee missile thing that like you know hard yeah. twos to the left and right. So that we might have the Jedi get an ability like that with boosting or something. Uh, next up is a something called... Uh, it, so this card shows up in the Droid Tri-Fighter. This is going to be a talent. Um, meaning there is somebody in this spread who is allowed to use talents and or force powers. I would not be shocked if it's Yoda. Um, it's possible it could be everybody. Have we thought... Like, what would... Let's, let's just push the boat out here. What if the Actus has a talent slot? Maybe. So so the one thing I want to say real quick about Yoda is that Yoda's Actus is actually different. It's shorter than the other Actus, so I'm actually wondering if it would come with a Yoda card, knowing that he actually has a different variant of Actus that's not called an Actus. Um, okay. But having said that, that's very interesting, Vince, if it does come with a talent. Because that um, same card is in the Droid Tri-Fighter, and it's a talent. It says smaller medium ship. Oh, interesting. If you guys scroll over to that, you'll see it. It's front and center. Meaning that they fully expect people to have zoomed in and oh yeah, down by now. Interesting. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go back to the wiki and see if I can't find this card. Because I bet you somebody is. Cool, cool. Marl Sable closure. It's called the Marg's. Uh, the The wording I have here in front of me is the Mar uh, Marg Sable closure. Okay. Interesting. I don't recognize that from any sort of Star Wars lore. Maybe it was used in the Clone Wars or something, or yeah. that that term was used in the Clone Wars. But I think that's interesting that they've got a, a a pilot talent in the in the Jedi Starfighter because one of the things that we've everyone has gone over multiple times is how good it is that Jedi don't have access. <laughs> Don't have right. access to, to, yeah. to, to and we've, we've, we've had this back and forth too about the potential of the Actus and how it does differ compares to the Delta Seven. Um, so, from a design standpoint, maybe they feel like they need to be giving some trade-offs or, or giving some buffs in some areas. So, you know, it could be the potential for a big hazardous situation, or it could be something that they think is necessary for the ship if it does have an EPT. The Jedi can put an e uh, EPT on there. On the you know, right. really terrifying, and I, it's not going to happen. But I'm just uh, this is just wishlist. Not this isn't even wishlisting. This is more like nightmare listing. What if Jedi could take fearless? Ah, uh -huh. wow. That's uh, you, you have dreams about that. Is that is that what we're? No, I just don't really, really have any <laughs> They don't really have like, any ways to convert. You know, to change dice results. So they they, right. they, they can't change blanks. That's the one thing they can't do because they don't have optics. They don't have right. Uh, and they don't have fearless. But I, but that was going to be my next question was what what talents are really troublesome that Jedi have uh, that, that they could have, right? Like well, crack shot is, is one that could be, be an auto reroll. Well, predator, right? Mm -hmm. Is there anything else Especially that like the CLT the CLT Jedi? Like that'd be painful. Could these take CLT though? Do no, because they're not either sprites. They're not ether sprites. That's right. Um, 
but yeah, no, so that was my next question was, you know, would, would giving them a talent slot really boost them somewhere unplayable? But that's my fear factor. If they do and are given talent slots, um, what is the cost of the ship going to be? Right? You're paying for this, you know, support or amazing ability with high orange numbers, and then you get a talent slot on top of having force too. Like, it might kill these things right out the gate. I don't think it will, but that's my worry is what if they're overcosted um, to the point where, oh man, you're, you know, you're paying to take that crack shot. You're paying to take that predator and it's not worth it because the ship itself is like a third of your list for one guy. Right? Yeah, there's yeah. no doubt it is, this is going to be expensive enough. It's, you're not going to, we're not, these aren't going to be 40, 50 points. You know, I mean, maybe the, gen the generics will be cheap, of course, because they're generics, but right. Um, especially with uh, pilot specific pilot abilities, like we referenced with Obi-Wan and Anakin too. Um, two of the more powerful abilities rely on each other to be taken advantage of. Um, not ex not necessarily exclusively, but definitely something it wants to do. So Obi-Wan and Anakin kind of want to be together in a list. So we're, list building is going to be tricky. And I, I really, I don't think there's going to be an easy way approach to it. That's going to exploit anything right away. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it, there's a lot to unpack with the Actus, um, especially with the stat line. Um, when you look at the stats, there's nothing that, that immediately terrifies me. Even the idea of it having an EPT, um, knowing the cost is probably going to be pretty hefty because they're force users, because they have the ability to really swing a game. Yeah, we said that about the Ether Sprite. It still hasn't happened that way. Yeah, and, you know, well, we talked about the State of Republic, too. You know, just be, the yeah. Ether Sprite is good, but, like... How many people are even flying Republic now? That's true. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. we were dumb and we forgot that we finally have access to the dial that we wanted last episode. Um, the Actus has one hard whites. That looks like a force two talon left and right. Uh, white, white two hards. Bl blue Jesus. Uh, blue two banks and a blue two straight. Uh, yeah, blue two blank. Da da da. Uh, white three hard. Oh Jesus! They gave it a three hard. Um, blue three bank. Blue three straight. Blue four straight. Red four K. Is that a four K? Yeah, it's a four K. And a white yes. five straight. So not as many turn. Not as many ways to turn around as the Ether Sprite does. Um, we gotta talk about the. Uh, you guys see the pigment? Uh, the the two the two yeah the, the two purple talons yeah. yeah, I think we should talk about that. Go ahead, lead us off. You you clearly have something to say. Uh, it's, well, it's a first. We could we could all agree. I mean, that's just a fact. Right. That's something that yep. that's a brand new concept that they're integrating into um, the you know ship movement and and you know talking about how um, you have the red maneuvers, but now purple maneuvers, just like red red actions and purple actions, uh, purple actions being the the worst quote unquote worst or the most difficult. Um, now being able to reposition, turn around the talon roll, spend a force, and also get your action sounds really exciting because you're not taking a stress. You're flipping around. Two talons, not bad. Um, but when uh, you could, it could open up uh, areas where you're force starving yourself as well um, because yep. it's it only otherwise has a 4K. Um, there aren't you know sloops or anything else wild on this dial. Nope. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just curious what you guys think about that. I I think it's going to be really uh, conflicting for a lot of players uh, when to use that. 
especially if they spent an extra force they didn't anticipate spending that turn. Um, do they really want to spend a force to do the town roll? Here's a right, question. And the, uh, Drew, you talk for 30 seconds. I have to go look at something that's on my mind about this. Yeah, no, I was about to – I was just about to add on. You know, most of the time when you see Anakin lose, especially in the, like an Aether Sprite, even with the, you know, infinite regen and all that, um, he only really starts suffering when all of his force is gone, right? And so, you know, he – the Anakin as a, as a ship – even before we, we talk about the the Actus, you know, wanted to get into range one on the side and, and you know, lay waste to an opponent. But, you know, you spend all your force doing that, and if someone else came up, he'd kind of be like, well, you know, what do I do? And especially with the Actus being, you know, their, their ship ability, you spend a force to do uh, almost, you know, s semi what the Aether, uh, the Aether Sprite can do. That I mean, you could see, you know, one to two force being gone as soon as they're as soon as they get into that knife fight, um, in the first round, right, right? or first two rounds, and the that's. Thing, sorry, sorry, Drew, just to add to that, uh, yeah. if you're using anybody but Obi Wan and Anakin, that's a huge bummer. Exactly right, because I'm assuming, uh, much like uh, with the Ether Sprite, Anakin and Obi Wan probably have three force, and I don't think anyone else would have th more than two, right. Yeah, Except you're speculating, yeah, Yoda. We might, yeah, probably if Yoda has two force, it'd be, uh, we'd, I'd send it back to FFG. So, yeah, I people, people would be upset. I send it back if, if there was, yeah, if there was a Yoda, um, it would be, yeah, and yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, just, I think we can confirm it is Yoda. So let's just really quickly, sorry, let's uh take a look at the picture on the spread of that i three. Um, just notice the wings, uh there's a lot of distinct features at Yoda's fighter, but then you can also kind of make out an astromech droid on top of the cockpit there. Oh sh shit. That's right. No, you're totally correct. That is. That, and that's, that is, that is Yoda. So. Yep. I own, I own the, um, the Lego set Yeah. specifically because I liked how different it was from the others. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you can see the astromech droid uh, popping up there on the, on top of the cockpit there. That's right. The and that, yep. Yeah. Yep. So Yoda, Anakin, Obi-Wan, I, I mean, you can speculate all you want, but there's a 99. Right. .9 chance they'll all have three force because yeah, was, we know yeah. what they have already and the aether sprite and yoda is yoda so um but also at i3 with three force that's going to be really interesting because he's not going to be engaging for a little while um so is he uh -huh. going to be spending all his force on defense as well because yoda is probably not going to be very cheap either anything like mace windu with three force at i4 you know he's not a cheap cheap pilot either right they're paying for that force yeah i think what's are they though do yeah. they really I, 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 I would force? think so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, force users are expensive because of that that passive modifier they have. And if you triple it, like if you have three times the generics allotment, you know, that's really powerful. So they have to price accordingly, you know. Um, but at I3, I think that's a little more challenging uh, how, you, how you cost Yoda versus like a Mace Windu, especially in a ship that, in my opinion, just won't be as good as the Aether Sprite. Yep. Um, but, you know, we're, we're yet to see the results. So that's just my speculation on it, but I think what just overall uh, with this ship, it seems like there's a lot of, of accidental opportunity to tip your hand um, or be predictable, uh, especially with intuitive controls. If you're repositioning before anybody moves, you could set yourself yeah. up to be in a really bad spot by accident, or you could be tipping your hand. Like I'm trying to get around this rock or something. And if you do this boost then your opponent knows, oh, you're probably going to do a hard turn or, you know, two or three bank, whatever. 
Um, the Talon roll, though, your opponent knows that you, you don't want to spend your last force, and the only other move you can do is a 4K. And you're in that position where, okay, I need to figure out a way to get back in this fight or turn around. That's also going to be t- tough because you're just going to be doing a 4K. Um, but then also consider that it would not be out of the realm of possibility for a really good player to be using um, intuitive controls to block somebody of a lower initiative and then 4K over the top of them, which is something that probably nothing else in this game can do. Right. I think the Phantom could with the decloak but even right, but right. even so right this like that it's is a very limited a, it's a very limited ability that if you can do it you're going to have a huge advantage because you're i mean especially if somebody else in the list has sense yeah like i i think that it's a okay let me take a wild guess here to get the most out of the actus you are not going to be using your force for modifiers. You are going to be running three ships, all with some kind of force power, and probably some of the more specialized R2 units, or like any R whatever units, and you're going to have to fly your ass off. Yeah, but you're should... going to have all the information in the world. You're going to right. have a sent caddy. You're going to have, like, Saucy Tin would not be bad in, in as a as a pair for, or as a, an add-on for a two- Actus list, just so that if you see that you're about to get blocked, darn, let me change that maneuver to a complete opposite after I've already thrown you off with my intuitive uh, with my intuitive controls uh, reposition. Like, so this could get ugly. About like what you're talking about. Um, one, the idea of running more than one Actus in a list. Uh, like, I feel like for me, I would only put one in a list because of the potential for it to go horribly wrong so i've had more than one in the list i feel like again if you're a good pilot you can make it work and do a lot of good with this there is a lot of potential to do something really good like you yep. said you can do that pre reposition do a 4k over somebody still have a mod or whatever a single mod with your force left to for your attack maybe you lined up the bullseye so you get three four attack dice um there's a lot of ifs i this i just think the actus there's just so many ifs you're like if you fly this perfectly if you line up the best engagement if you keep your force for someone i i just realized this there was one of the big horrors of 1.0 was the old way of decloaking where you would get to decloak after everyone moved and then you would perform your maneuver what i'm realizing now is i guess the well no the actus moves you 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 boost before before you reveal anything but with sense, you can see the dial of someone nearby and then uh, uh, move accordingly. Yep. And that, that sort of worries me. But I do agree with you, Nick, that, that yeah, the, the force is – or sorry, Vince. The force is definitely going to be used for maneuvering. And it's interesting that their attack – you know, the attack dice, two dice, right? Their Z95s pinging at you for like an I6 and I5. I wonder if they might be cheaper because they don't have a high attack value. But I, I mean, I'll be honest with you, man, with how powerful we've seen force be, I, I think they are going to be pretty expensive. I just can't see something with no shields being above 50 points. I don't, I don't care what it has or what it does. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Anakin and Obi-Wan are going to be well above 50 points. I I believe. Right. No, Um, I'm not if they aren't already. Well, okay. Anakin is, but Obi-Wan isn't. 
Obi Wan is not going to be more expensive than he is in the in the Ether Sprite. No way. But that was and that was again another point that I wanted to talk about. Where I definitely think that FFG blew their their load too soon. The Ether Sprite, right? When I'm looking at this, and I do agree with you, Nick, too. It's like why not just take an Ether Sprite if I'm looking for something that can do good damage and has a decent force and a good ability. Yeah, right? I mean, have you guys ever lost 60 points, 60, 70 points in the first engagement? Not, yeah, not yeah, in a long time. Hi, I'm a but hi, I fly wedge. Have you met? Have we met? <laughs> like, really? Right. Okay. But okay. Um, the very first engagement <laughs> you've lost wedge like that. That's it. That's wow. That's well, no, but but there's the thing though, right? Is it is it over sixty to seventy point ship with force that you've lost on the first engagement? Well, you guys got to remember though, there's no way you're just taking these guys naked. Also, you gotta, they got to do. They got to do. That's that's my point. Like everything is you're gonna stack one of these things up you're gonna have one of them that's gonna be the sense r2a6 um uh, and and some and something else it. guy you're gonna have what sorry keep going keep going, keep going. You're, you're gonna have to do the repositions <laughs> out of everything you're gonna have the guy whose job it is is to make sure that your most important maneuver doesn't get blocked and then you're gonna have like an ahsoka or a barris whose job is just to fly around in the back and buff everybody like there's no okay. You cannot tell me. I'm sorry. It's not possible. You cannot tell me that it will be harder to fit three of these in a list than it is to fit Vader, Fell, and the Grand Inquisitor. I don't believe you. So here's what here's my response. Um, I would I personally like to build lists that can do damage. Um, yep. that, that's like a great gimmicky list, and you have a blast doing that. Um, let me know how it goes. Well, and dude, you, I'm not good enough to do it. I'm. A, I told you. I, <laughs> I told you how I play. Actually, I throw hammers at people. Right. Uh, well, that's how that's how, that's a pattern that we see though. Competitive play uh, involves yeah. There's there's always room for some gimmicks, but like there's a reason why that Vader Inquisitor Whisper list was so good is because they could all function independently and hit like a train. Uh, uh, no, it's because they all had they all either had multiple ways of buffing offense or defense, and they all had the force. Well, that's that's like I'm said. Oh, like that's a- the ac- that's the axis, though, right? Like, <laughs> Again, if we want to be gimmicky and like talk about potential to be able to do, I think it's a gimmick is what I'm saying. Like, I don't think sense is a gimmick. I think sense no. is an incredibly powerful card that if you have a force user, you should look at taking sense. Well, that I, 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 that I agree with, but it depends on the platform that you're applying sense to and what. No, like, it doesn't. It, I I. Pfft. All right, the that's number, fine. We can disagree about that. That's fine. The I, number I, of games yeah. that turn into one range one scrums where you're getting free value out of sense, it's every game. Every game you end up at range one. I, something I feel like you're we're both arguing about something completely different. I'm not even arguing about putting sense on an, the Actus. Like, that's not really oh, what I'm talking about. I was from the beginning. I just, I, I, I'm talking about putting sense on, on an Actus from the beginning. Okay, sure. I guess what I'm what I'm more talking about is is like loading up one of these and having this like set game plan. It, like I I when I started playing X Wing, like again, I'm not even like a tabletop guy. Like I, I consider myself now to be a tabletop guy, but like not long ago, I just wasn't even in that world at all. Just kind of just stepped into it. Love Star Wars and X Wing was my game, so. Like, for the longest time, I would build lists with these set game plans. I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have this ship go back here. I'm going to have this this ship buff this one, be a support ship or whatever. And there's just so many factors out of your control that that's, again, why I really am worried about this ship. 
because I feel like it's so dependent on such hyper-specific situations or, or matchups that its potential is there, but I don't think we're going to be seeing the kind of execution that we have seen from the Aether's right. Yeah. I'm not sure or- if that is like contributing to this whole discussion positively or not, but that's just something that I feel deep down. I think, this. right. I think I'm sorry to like want to jump in, Nick. I love this. Um, I definitely think that we should look at the Grand Inquisitor as a ship in, uh, in uh, compare it to with the Aether Sprite and what it can do. How often has the Grand Inquisitor survived like a range one-on-one shot, right, against another ship? Having run Ollie's List myself and won a couple of tournaments with it, he almost never survives that range one shot. And against even who? with all the, even with all these, well, I, I, he was sat in front of an, he sat in front of an X-wing. Like it's, it happens, right? And of course, out of those three pieces, Whisper Vader, Inquisitor, he is often the one you sacrifice to get the good shots with Whisper and Vader, the ones that can hit harder, right? But all I'm saying is, um, this ship is not one that you want to do that with, and their stats are very similar in that they have very low health and somewhat uh, samey force, right? Two force and a good ability, right? Um, I I definitely think that the the ship is not the Aether Sprite, and I think that this ship itself promotes a build with with each of them. I don't know if we'll see more than two Actus in a list. I don't know how many we'll see with with two. I mean, again, if it's something like, if it's like an Ayla or we got Yoda and a generic or something where we're kind of mixing with some of the mid-tier to lower-tier stuff, then we could definitely see um, two, like at least a a couple. Uh, But again, I, I guess a lot of it just depends on the points cost. So if it's if it's significantly close or more than the Aether Sprite, like it won't be. But if it's close, that's going to be a really difficult decision for Republic players to make. Right. Uh, do they want to try a new ship that looks awesome, that is a little confusing, and has the potential to be good, but doesn't have the stat lines of three attack, doesn't have the three shields. Delta doesn't 7 have, doesn't have either of those things. Well, you're stapling Delta 7B on there. Sorry. Um, When's the last time you saw that list? You saw Delta Seven Beast take down an event. Uh, well, they're not legal for hyperspace, right? So, but there have been pl- there have been plenty of extended tournaments online for the last three months. Right. I mean, yeah, but like, who's who's Delta Seven well, Beast about taking down events? I'm talking about what you see. If you're seeing somebody with an Aether Sprite, like, in, you know, like running a list like that, you're, yeah, we see CLT used a bit more now, but we're still seeing Delta Seven B slapped on on Obi Wan. A decent amount um right i don't think the last few months of tournaments are also a wise thing to look at because i know most of those have been jank tanks and while there's a lot of extended in there you know the points changes to everything for republic right and of course the the new changes that we just got it's going to be interesting because there's that struggle between the ether sprite and the actus and then they keep lowering the cost of all the generic clone stuff so I'm hoping this will this ship specifically will promote more interesting lists within the Republic, but of course we know it will because they have so few ships right now, anyways. Right? There's so little you can do compared to other factions. This is a doorway that I just don't think we know like like what yep. this doorway leads to. Um, yep. Yep. But I guess to really backpedal, just do you guys yes or no? Do you guys like the idea of purple maneuvers? Yes. I do too. I think it. I think it makes the game more interesting. I'm sad that more pilots don't get it, but at the same time, seeing what Force can do, I'm glad that it's 
this is unique to the faction, at least as of right now. It's even more thematic to me also. Yep, yep. Cool. Sorry, I, sorry, guys. I, I, I like it just from the... No, no, no. I mean, well, we've already spent half the episode talking about one ship because one of them is the tie, you know, tie heavy. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> but I, I like. I just want to say from a game from a game design perspective, I think purple maneuvers are great because it's just another way for you to get more out of your force, and it also means that I run into less people who are sitting on three force on every engagement. I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's so I really hope force is being sp- spent more for abilities rather than just sitting back taking the target lock and then always having the mods you need to max out your uh, your roles right. right like i said we've burnt a whole hell of a lot of show on yep. the actus I'm, I'm i'm cutting us off there we're gonna move on to the v-wing um oh hang on I'm, it's jumping all over the place okay uh as we said last week two uh two red die primary three evade dice two hole two shields focus lock red barrel roll and then boost into lock um, and then we've got the spread of cards. It's got more than a few new ones. Uh, number one is the ion limiter, which I think that says tie or is a talent. Does that say tie? Ion limiter override. Is that what we're looking at? Yeah. I'm oh, it does sure say that... tie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, after you fully execute a red maneuver, you may perform a barrel roll action. Even while stressed, if you do roll an attack die on a hit, gain one strain token on a crit, gain an ion token. So mm. that's dangerous. Um, but <laughs> at the same time, you never know when that's going to come in handy. Uh, especially because it actually fits on TIE Fighters. Is there any reason you would run this on a TIE Fighter that I'm not thinking of? Well, I think the whole point of the... I like the TIE... V, the, the, the V shuttle thing or whatever we're looking at now... Um, I know that's not what it is. I'm sorry, uh, but I do. I it seemed like on the release when they when FMG talked about it, they were talking about tie upgrade cards to help make them better. They used to be the boogeyman of 1.0, and in 2.0 they've kind of slipped off the map. I know that of course they they got rid of Hellrunner for hyperspace, but even then in in um, extended lists you weren't you you were seeing tie swarms taken, and they just don't cut it. So I'm I'm thinking. Well, they got power. They, I, we said it before the show. They got power creeped by the by the first order Tie Fighter. That is also correct. And and the like, bolsters and all that. Hard. Like everything. Yeah. They the the whole swarm mantra changed, but yeah, the ties you... the ties more or less stayed the same. So I think this is meant to help boost them a little bit. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if I think they mentioned even the, that Tie Fighters can take Tie upgrades. So I mean, oh. if they've got the slots for it, right? So yeah. Yeah, the the V wings can take the uh, yeah. So I think that because we talked about it last time with the V wings having that twin uh, ion engine upgrade slot or being able to equip tie upgrades, that means that there's going to be more. I think tie upgrades in the future too, aside from yeah. what we're doing right now, um, which is exciting. I think that's cool. Um, yeah. I think they're trying to make a tie fighter relevant, or just you know, when I think of tie fighter, I think of the imperial tie fighter. So. Um, but it, what you guys mentioned about the first order Tie Fighter just curb stomping them is just because you can just run the generics so easily, and they have they're just so great, great dial. Um, whereas with the Tie Swarm, you have to be paying a lot more for these named pilots. Um, and you the other thing is that the Epsilon is laughably costed compared to a regular. T- I mean, laughably. 
yeah absolutely yep like yep the dial is but the ship is better the dial is better the action bar is better they have a they have a shield and they cost what four more more health i think it's three more as of as of before the points changes it was three more getting a shield upgrade for like three points and a better than dial upgrade (sighs) yep 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 that's this is fair and balanced um as we love to say over at 40k uh, but we also have the dial for the V-Wing, which we didn't have last week because I am dumb. Um, looking like red one banks, which is different. Uh, white one hards, blue two hard, blue two everything. Uh, hard bank and forward. Looks like a 2K. Uh, three hard, white three hard, white three bank, red three, or a, sorry, blue three forward. Then a white four forward, a white 4K, and a five, uh, five straight white. Uh, you know, it's it's got to go fast. You know, this is very obviously the precursor to the TIE Fighter. Yep. Yeah, it's um the dial. I mean, they're given. I'm <laughs> sad when they give ships part, everything. ILN doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's got. I don't know. It seems like the workhorse, but as I'm looking at it in the spread, oh, there are okay. There's the generics. They they flipped them, which is kind of weird. There's. They fly from from the yeah right exactly, um I'm worried that this ship might become like the workhorse of the of the faction right you just pay for the for the generic twos and maybe a three if you really want that that talent maybe that it might get, mm-hmm. um and it's got its own configurations I love how it's got twin ion engines so is this other card the last card in the spread it has ion engines at the end is it like mega ion engines or some garbage yeah to like make it go faster or maybe it's red ion engines because the red ones always go faster that's a good call possibility very important piece of information for those who don't know the red ones do in fact always go faster (laughs) why do you think the ship is painted both ships are painted red the 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 actus and the 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 viewing hilarious because Sorry. before everything, there was 40k. Um, yep. <laughs> but we've got uh, an I2 B-wing, an I3, ge- uh, I2 and I3 generics. So one of them is going to be two, one or two points more expensive with a talent slot. Boy, we've never seen this before. Um, uh, Wilhuff Tarkin as the I3 is, I believe, the agreed upon nomenclature. Yep. And then there's another I4 uh, limited. Yeah, there's another unique I4, and then two unique I5s. One of whom is the man, the myth, the legend, Oddball. <laughs> yes. Why? I don't know why, but he oh, is. We have to just accept it. What, what um, is it? And it's weird hearing Ian McGregor say the word Oddball. I went, whenever I went back and, and watched uh, Revenge of the Sith. He's like, he's like, cover us, Oddball. I'm like, oh, Oddball. I'm like, hey, it's Oddball. Yeah. Gather your squadron and form up on us. Um, yeah, oddball. I mean. I just. I I, I feel like at some point you have to give him a different ability because that's four ships now. Yep, he's almost like uh, Anakin, right? Like when Anakin and Oddball pass each other in the bay picking ships, that's like the Spider Man meme where where they point at each other. (laughs) They're they're all in the. They have the the same amount of ships that they fly, right? Like. But of course, one is significantly better than the other. One is, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, some. Uh, uh, it looks like we have a new kind of mine. Something detonators with four charges on it. I'm. Uh, it's, I'm assuming that's a mine or a bomb. 
It looks like it. I don't I think I have the zoomed up photo of this, so I, I, I'm uh, a little out of it. Um, and then there's a three there's a three charge something else next to it that looks like an astromech. Yeah. A seven. Uh, yeah. I guess if we were real fluff nerds, we would know if the Nimbus ever had a second ever had a uh, updated model. I mean, this one with the three charges might because we see the Ion Engines has charges with it too. I would assume yeah. that one of the R two or whatever mechs works with the Ion Engines or their or the ship ability to make it better, right? Let's I know ask it's a, a little question. What if this is one point oh? Who is the one? Who is the Evade Droid from one point oh? Uh, something so it was was it r2a7 there was a ship there was a ship that did it there there was a droid from 1.0 that people have been saying they need to put the e-wing they that they need to uh, slap on the e-wing and i never remember the the designation huh Uh, i don't know that one guys you're both 1.0 nerds where you at i know i'm I'm sorry i barely play 1.0 you played more than I did. I, I, I do not think that's true. If you ask me no, anything I, about one... I, I mean that quite literally, Nick. You played more than I did. Uh, uh, R2-F2? Uh, no, that's the increase your agility value. You're talking about adding an evade? Oh, here we go. R5K6? Oh wait, no. You're, Nick, Nick you're just giving us. You're just. You're just screaming out numbers and letters, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, the numbers mean nothing. Else. Okay, so there's. <laughs> oh, I actually have the X-wing miniatures wiki in front of me, and I'm just. Screaming. That's the one I'm looking at. I'm looking yep. at R. I'm looking at the one I believe it was called R7. Once per round while defending, if you have a target lock on the attacker, you may spend the target lock to choose any or all attack dice. The attacker must re-roll the chosen dice. Oh. Oh, I see. For the Ewing, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, that's. Uh, I just hope that it's not Republic only, like all the other good astromech droids in X-wing. Yeah, this will be interesting to see. They, I mean, and now here's the other thing too. I know that FFG said that they would never do like cross faction, right? You never have to buy a ship from one faction to to get upgrades for another ship in a different faction. I don't. Well, that's a lie. Yeah, I was gonna say with this with the V19 and the or the with the sorry with the V whatever ship that we're looking at Nimbus. here. The Nimbus, it's got the Nimbus. Sorry, it's got the, the the Nimbus three thousand. Oh god. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. I was thinking Harry Potter. Yep. Yep. No, it's. Uh, That's a great word. Needs to um, be used more often. But yeah, no. I, I. But either way, yeah. So like all the, you know, my wife, she loves Tie Fighters, Ellen Fighters. That was her thing. She was the Swarm Queen uh, back in the day, and now I'm looking at this, and you know, she's kind of petered out because the Swarm has petered out. The Tie Swarm is is no more ish. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, am I gonna? Ha- are we gonna have to buy, like, eight six of these them. Nimbuses or six Nimbuses to get these upgrades so we can use we call the, the Nimbus Fighters Nimbus. again? Can we pause to appreciate that joke? Which one? I'd say you'd call you a Nimbusile if you did bought all. Bought hey, all those. <sighs> um, a man of the the true. Oh, my, my wife is now coming over to look at the cards. Hi, she says hello. Saying? She says hello. Hello. Doesn't know who I am, but hello. Okay, just hello. All right. Um, so yeah, no, it's a very interesting. Um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited, but I'm sad because I like. Is there an upgrade pack that's going to come out where we can just buy these cards, or you know? I you're I I hate to say it, but I think you're going to be in the same position as first order players with proud tradition. And no, I didn't rhyme that intentionally. 
same position as proud tradition. Same right, position as right. proud tradition. Alliteration works for me. Um, I'd probably buy yeah, a couple like, of you, I don't know why I would. Some people are, yeah, they might buy six, but whoa, I'll buy, no, I'll buy two. Buy, yeah, I, I, two felt like the right number. Um, Maybe three if you're like me and you try at least. You, you have an obsession with the finger four formation. And you just, you have to try a regular flight of everything at least once. Just because that's the way your brain operates. Right, and right. And of course, uh, on the V-Wing, besides the config we can't see, let we can't speculate on it all, which nope. makes me sad. I'm glad I'm that thinking... they... Sorry, go ahead, Nick. Oh, go no, ahead. No, I've been... No, Drew, do your thing, dude. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just glad that the uh, looking at the tokens and what we get, right? Like the... Um, the, uh, the, no, the Actus had multiple, uh, like four ion tokens in it, in its spread, which was kind of interesting because none of the cards that we saw really did anything like that or with anything ion esque, you know, three ion tokens. And the, and the, the Nimbus comes with two ion tokens. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that more of these, and, and of course it comes with the, um, the, the strain or the whatever other thing. I, it's been that long uh, since I played actually. That's just a crit, uh, crit token. token and then the um the arrows strain. with the minus the green the strain. Token. Yeah. Um, the forgotten token. Yeah. The forgotten token. I'm I'm just glad that we're getting more, but look at all those charges, holy cow. That's, that's a lot of charges. That's a lot. Well, all I'm right. Uh, moving one. on over to the other one that Drew has been very excited about for a very long time. The Thai RB heavy. Is it brute or heavy? It's me. That's me as a TIE fighter ship. I'm very, I, I I'm very, I'm very, I'm very, I'm a very large man. Sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> On a podcast with me and Jeff Wilder, and Drew says he's the he's the large one. Drew, you are small the, or else small. The the COVID nineteen pandemic begs to differ. But anyways, tie RB heavy coming in with two uh, a with a uh, front and back turret of two primary dice, one evade, eight health, eight hull. With uh, focus, reinforce, lock, red barrel roll, and then rotate into calculate. Uh, it has ablative plating, one of the least used and probably... Okay, how high on the list of, oh my god, I wish I had it, when you don't have it, is adaptive plating on the list? <laughs> ablative, <laughs> ablative plating. Ablative, I'm sorry. Like, how often, when you're about to get hit by a proton bomb, do you just go, fuck, I wish I'd well, I had a, I had a, I had a, a buddy of mine who... Uh, was trying to fly Nim with all this loadout, but with the electro proton bomb, and he had yeah. been playing ablative wrong the whole time. He'd drop the electro proton bomb on himself, hold it until he wanted to, and then try to ablative plating it so he didn't take any effects from it. But he don't I take damage from ablative plating. And as soon after like twelve games, he sat back and realized in the middle of the game what ablative plating it was for his list, and I've yeah. never seen somebody just be so disappointed. Yeah, it was really funny, but really sad. Yeah, it's so. interesting that it that it comes with it because it doesn't look like it comes with any bombs, as far as we see on the spread. It's all cannons and missiles and stuff, right? Yes, we uh, know for sure that there is an ion cannon and a heavy laser cannon. It looks like there is some kind of new mun uh, uh, new munition um, on the far right which is another three die primary range two to three cannon. It's not tractor. What do you guys know what that is? Is that new? That's new. That's that's yeah, that, those two 
Oh no, it's not. The um is the is the one you get two copies of? Is that one that we've seen before? Oh, that's no, snapshot. That's snapshot. That's snapshot. It's a weird we get two snapshots in here too. To yeah. Huh. Interesting. Also, so, uh, guys, that configuration looks new. Two of them. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I. It might have two configs, guys. It looks like it does. I mean, like, you get not, there's one. They're not together like the exactly, snapshots, so they about. look like they're different. Yeah. Also, uh, talk about only four pilot cards, and they're all, are the, all three of them are named, or two of them are named, or is it two three? are named? Two were named, and then we've got an I one generic and an I three generic. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I, not to be not to be the Debbie Downer, but this is I don't really care too much for this in general I, i'm not excited about it i guess is a better way to describe yeah. it i think it'll, it'll have its place maybe but um yeah i don't know guys i don't know what, what you from think about i it. worry that this thing is sharing real estate with the tie punisher and redline is just better right or the with the three upgrade card or sorry with the three pilot or four pilot cards and all the upgrades it comes with with some of the things that we have seen for it like the turret right in your cannon gets to be on the turret too yeah. um it it really looks like you're only really going to need one of these for a, for a list. I don't think, I mean, looking at it right now, if you had to, you know, held a gun to my head or blaster to my head and was like, how many do you need? I would say one. Zero. Yeah. I don't think you'd need, I don't think you'd need more than two. Five, ten, heavy. Right. Like exactly. How cheap are these things going to be? Right. Like, uh, you could argue that these are going to be pretty goddamn cheap. Like, hmm. okay. Okay. With this thing stats, and also with, let's look at the dial here. We've got a blue one straight. Yeah, kind of a rough bags. dial. Yeah. A red one. It's got a red one hard. Yeah. Yeah. The, the defender has bank, one. White two hards. Uh, blue two bank. Blue two straight. Red three. Looks like a red three. Some red sloop. maneuver on the sloop and a turn. Uh, it looks like. Sloop. I thought it was a talent. It's too pixelated for me. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's either a sloop or a talent. This picture is the blurriest one we have. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we've got red three hards, white three banks, white three straight, and a white four straight. So it doesn't have uh, – hi, Naboo Starfighter. This is your big brother. You don't have a K-turn. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Actually, I'm, this dial is hilariously not that far off from a Naboo Starfighter. It's not. It's not. And with the red barrel roll, too – Difficulty wise, it's far off. I don't think there's there's only two red uh, maneuvers. Not really, man. I mean, it's right. really only just three speed where it's really, yeah, really the one hards, the uh, three hards, the three talons. I don't know why this thing has a what. This okay, we're coming back to one of Vincent's rants. Uh, this is where I would put the alarm if I had one. Um, why the fuck does this thing have a, a red one hard when it has a turret? I mean, why does the defender have you, a red one hard? Yeah. Right, like, because the but what's is supposed to be overpowered? What's interesting to me though is the fact that it has a red barrel roll on its action, action bar, but it is a tie. So couldn't it take the ion limiter remover from uh, uh over sorry ion limiter overdrive override from the Nimbus, so it could perform a white barrel action, uh, even so much while stressed. It is, it is, but I'm, but I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, if they, with, the, with that card ability, why would you, why would it have the red? Of, I don't know, I don't know. Here's another question: Is this thing a medium? It is a medium, yeah. I, I think that's from the, um, uh, what's it called? 
the the main release thing where they went through all of them. I'm pretty sure that was on a medium base. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, Eight hole. I mean, it's chunky. It's yeah. it's thick. It is definitely it's a, thick. It's a thick boy. I mean, but there's the it thing that we they said boy. that about the V19 torrent, and the V19 torrents go down like. I mean, you know, what's his name? Walks into the saloon and a blah, 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 like it's shot up, right? Like, really? Oh, I never shoot at the torrents. That's the thing is they yeah. typically get ignored in my experience. Uh, they, this is true. This is true. Well, I'm a, I'm a worse player than you and Vince, clearly. <laughs> so when not. I shoot them, when I shoot them, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. And this watching this thing. Top, this is the guy that went top four at Worlds telling us that we're better than him. Yeah, top, right. Top yeah. 16. Top I'm, 16. I'm, I'm like, so insulted by this right now. I might ever talk to you again after this wow one. wow but yeah i just i don't know I'm, I'm you know you sit there and it's eight health and it's beefy and i i think jeff would be here too saying oh crits galore right like this thing is not well, yes but jeff lives in a world where everything always goes wrong because for i him, guess this everything always goes wrong <laughs> wow. i had the pleasure of sitting next to him when one of his games went terribly wrong <laughs> poor guy and when it goes yeah. sideways for jeff it goes sideways in a hurry it's like one of those little um, buzzer cars, right? Like yeah, you have when you were a kid, it drives up the wall, right? When it, everything goes sideways, it goes eight feet up the wall. Like, There's one other thing I want to talk about um, on this ship, because really, otherwise, this looks like it's probably just going to be a worse uh, TIE SF in a lot of ways. Um, that talent slot, that it, it that talent that it has hiding behind um, a, a blade of plating, that shows up on Django's, uh, huh. Django's Slave One. Oh, and I don't know if one of you guys uh, let's let's. I'm gonna check the the wiki as we always do and see if maybe that one's gotten through. Oh, that's interesting. It also has a um, crap. What's it called? The Look at the LAAT guys. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's an LAAT on it, which is interesting because it's in a it's in a Imperial. Hmm. There's also a chance not to be this this guy, but that they're trying to spread around uh, the cards that people to try to to help sales with. The oh, other of course, expansion. every time. Um, yeah, every time. Yeah. But, uh, more so, I feel like the only reason I might buy a type root is to maybe get some cards. I I, I at least need to know what that cannon's going to do for my B wings, and that's really the extent of my interest. And that um, might actually be the only reason why people buy it. Get Oof. the uh, the two snapshots, you know, and get you snapshots. <laughs> oh yeah, right. we didn't those get five. Those in the, we didn't get enough of those alt arts for the rest of our lives. Those five A wings, bro. Right? Like, oh my god. I know it's not a thing, don't. but <laughs> I hate you right now. Um, but we do have actually more releases out of the Django Fetz pack than any of the other ones. Drew, we're gonna talk about our one of our favorite characters. Hondo Onaka, the crew card. Yes. <laughs> Everyone, this is gonna last. This is going to last about as long as the discussion on the Actus because the, the possibilities for fuck shit are limitless with this card. Um, one crew slot, no restrictions. Anyone can bring Hondo. <laughs> Action, choose two ships at range one to three of you that are friendly to each other. Coordinate one of the chosen ships, then jam the other, ignoring range restrictions. <laughs> You have to read that in Hondo's voice, of course. I can't do. I cannot do a. I can't do pigeon. I don't have it. But that's the thing about it, man. It like how many times are you playing with Jedi or or with Republic or or uh, sorry Jedi or like uh, I mean even droids? I guess I don't. 
I don't know, like, there's always going to be one ship that isn't in the fight, right, or doesn't have a shot. And I feel like Hondo is just, is, is, is insane. Ridiculous. Hondo is insane. He's going, he's going to be, he's going to be ridiculously expensive. I don't know about that just because you are still jamming yourself, meaning that that turn that you didn't think you needed a focus token because you thought you were safe. So you jammed yourself and then somebody comes out of nowhere with that three talent into a red boost. I like you're, you are, there is always, this is always a gamble is basically what I'm saying. The only ship, and I can't believe I'm coming back to this. The only ship where this is not a gamble and you guys are going to be mad that I'm saying this. There's no Luke. Luke and Hondo are made for each other because you can jam Luke all day and it doesn't matter. I mean, you could jam any force user and it doesn't matter, right? Like, uh, I don't know because the other force users don't regenerate when they get shot at. Oh, uh, this is also true. Like you, like if you get if you're flying Obi Wan and you jam Obi Wan to get somebody else in action, let's just say, all of a sudden Obi's burning force on offense and defense, and he's getting one back per turn. Whereas technically there's no limit to how many Luke can get back. Right. Right. Like I, I would love to see this card on Lando in the Falcon a, because it all of a sudden really is pirates of the Caribbean. Um, (laughs) But also that's a double action ship. Who's turning and who's turning his action into two more. You know what I mean? Right, like right. the action spiral of the gods, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, we're definitely going to see it on Lando. That's for sure. Like, I love this card. I agree with you, Drew. It's going to be somewhat expensive. I don't see this costing more than six points. What do you think, Nick? Do you think it's going to be expensive? Two, one, go. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. Yeah, it, this is, like you said, this is something that we could be seeing on in several different situations, like different different pilots. Um, Lando, Lando. <laughs> yeah, I, God, that's crazy to me. That's, uh, that is hilarious. I think that's the most Hondo <laughs> thing ever. Exactly. It's the most, it's like, yes, you coordinate my friend, you know, he coordinates something, uh, gives the other guy, uh, you know, he, Gives him a chip token. Uh, <laughs> I like you just heard Hondo French. <laughs> oh, yeah, chip token. Well, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, you guys think about in terms of cost. Oh lord, I don't so know. I think this is. I think this is like a six to eight point card. Drew no, it's more points. than that. It has to be because that's the other thing too. Is we're as I'm, I'm looking at it now. Choose two friendly ships. Or sorry, two choose any two ships. So that's enemy ships as well. You could pick two vulture droids, jam one of them, and give the other one a coordinate action. Right. So this, that, let me. This is where I'm going to put the damper on why you're panicking, Drew. Coordinate doesn't let you choose the action. Oh, interesting. Coordinate just says the ship may perform an action. Right, but they choose what action they perform. Correct. The player who controls the ship, not the player issuing the coordinates. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Yeah. So, this is outrageous. Th- yes. Um, I, too, was on the, oh, my God, this is the best crew card in the history of X-Wing until somebody explained that to me. And I realized that I can't actually jam Darth Vader with one action 
and coordinate Suntir Fell into a barrel roll, uh, uh, coordinate Suntir Fell, a barrel roll boost into a rock. <laughs> I mean, you, but even so, forcing them to take an action, right? Like, at that point, I jam. Well, I, I don't know if I would even use Hondo against two aces, but I mean, oh, I there's almost always a. There's, as we talked about earlier with some of those um, ships we were looking at, there's almost always a ship that's out of the action, right? So you can freely coordinate to a useless ship. I mean, no, obviously target locks aren't useless, right? Like, you know, red line or or a, or, or torpedo Luke that's trying to come around, right? But there's almost always a ship that is not going to be shooting at some point in the game that you can give that uh, that coordinate action to mm-hmm. to jam something that's really going to screw with you. Yep. So. Yeah, I love this card. I love this card, and as soon as we know how much it costs. Uh, and if it's hyperspace legal, this is probably going to go right into my Luke Leia or my Luke Lando or Luke Leia list because it's just amazing. Let's see, I'm looking for Hondo Akona quotes right now. <laughs> there's not, a, there's not, there's a few good ones. They're running away from Kenobi. Here we go. As my sweet mother always said, son, if one hostage is good, two are better. <laughs> <laughs> Hondo always was one of my favorite characters from Rebels. He really was fantastic. Oh, he was God. great in he was great in um, Clone Wars when we first met him. It was awesome. Fantastic, he, he was, he the, the greatest weak way of all time. Yep, yep. I mean, who else could stump Obi Wan and Count Dooku? And both Obi Wan and Dooku were looking at each other like, "How did we like? How do we get here? Right? How did he one up <laughs> us?" As like, Obi Wan would say, "Wait hell? a minute, we're smarter than this." Smarter yeah, exactly. Than this. Apparently not. Exactly. <laughs> It's literally me with every game of X-Wing. I get into a situation where I like, run onto a rock and I'm like, wait a minute, we're smarter than this. And then my other ship's like, apparently not. <laughs> oh. oh boy. Yeah, this is a, that, that's fun. I think uh, I, I am envious of the uh, whoever designed that. If it was uh, Max or if it was Brooks, whoever got to do that, that is a lot of fun. Uh, they must have had a good time with that. That this is, is the board, that is all aboard the troller coaster. The card. Yep, I'm. This is the card I'm most excited for out of everything that I've seen. <laughs> it's the one thing that I want. I I do want to know what Dead Eye Shot does, which is the new. That's the talent. Uh, that's the talent. It's a fusion of marksmanship and crack shot. That's unfortunate. I'm certainly <laughs> Just... a lot less excited. <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got an I five. Oh, right. Let's. Is there any difference between this thing's dial and the regular fire spray? Uh, I don't think so. No, I, no, it's the same. It yeah. is. Does the fire spray have any blue twos? Nope. Uh, two four. It doesn't and have any four. bad maneuvers, Vince. It's very good ship. Okay. It, it's <laughs> only bank blues are one banks though. It can do a two or a three four blue though. Yep, yep, yep. I hate the fire spray so fucking much. Um. Well, <clears> I didn't say that. So. Uh, let's see. Then we've got um, an I five limited, an I three limited, and then an I two, which is a separate separatist something. So just like, just like in Scum, you'll be able to run three of the generics, or two of them, and a really punchy something. I could see running two, uh, two separatist fire sprays and like a one, you know, a Dooku. Yeah. It's kind of like a mid a mid range separatist beef list. Why is Zam Wazel one of the Initiative 5 pilots? What the... Who is that? For those of us who don't know. Okay. Zam- oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, Zam Wazel. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Zam Wazel 
was the assassin hired by the assassin Django Fett, who was hired by the guy who hired Django Fett as the assassin to assassinate Padme, who died at five minutes into episode freaking two. Oh, the changeling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was just, she's also, you know, we're not we're, we're not here to objectify, but she's a good looking woman. I have to say until she turns into nastiness at the end when she like turns into shapeshifter into, into this into the true form of a of a, sha- as a changeling right like yeah our zam's cool and uh th- actually this is the zam wessel uh expansion in my opinion because if you guys take a zam look at on the right side of the spread there of the pilot cards you'll see a stack of words four cards with a bunch of words those are all condition cards or uh uh, yeah, they're condition cards. Oh, interesting. And you, you can see the dots on, on on her card for that. Um, If you guys want me to briefly go into this real quick. So I used to play a lot of Imperial Assault. And they, they came out with Changelings for Imperial Assault. And Changelings were interesting because every character had a card, right, that has what they do on it. The Changelings had a blank slate and had extra cards you would overlay on top of their card, and it would change their abilities based on what they were. For example, you could make one a senator and, wow. and use sort of cards to talk with your opponent, or you could become an assassin and be and ha- get extra attack dice. I wonder if Zamwazel is is those cards uh, do stuff like that, either their condition tokens or for her opponent or to change her abilities in the game that would be super cool and interesting to see in x1 yeah uh it's gonna have an, a whole nother layer um layers of uh strategy when using her in, in a list um because you're gonna have to <sighs> be paying attention to timing windows you're gonna have to know the cards there's a lot of text there guys you can see there's a paragraph yeah, here's my question about that i don't like the idea of one player having a the ability to adjust a list pre-game while another one doesn't Interesting because they just did this. They just started doing that concept with Star Wars Legion. They finally have like Cassian. You can pay for an upgrade um, or keep an upgrade on the side. And depending on what game you play, you can switch the guns that he uses. And again, it's very, it's a very interesting concept, right? At what hasn't been seen in Legion as of yet until he came out. I wonder if they're going to do the same thing with Django. Maybe they're trying to reinvent the fire spray for CIS, but the fire spray is already one of the best ships in the game. Does that chassis with that dial need this sort of change? In a word, no. Right. (laughs) Name a bad fire spray pilot in scum. I mean, there's a few, right? They're definitely not seen as much. No, but that's not what I said. I said name a bad one. The generic? I guess is a bounty hunter bad at sixty-two. I, I mean, with how cheap they made the jumpmaster, right? But again, this is a different argument for another day, right? Uh, I'm, I'll I'm, name one: Boba Fett. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Coach yeah. Frost. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, every single one of the fire spray pilots has been competitive. Most still are. Very true. I mean, as I said before, the chassis is. <laughs> you could so- the chassis fits any ability. It fits any ability. It has so many upgrades that you can tailor it with whatever you want, and it has the dial and the stats to do whatever you need it to do. Yep. Yep. I'm like, I would not be shocked if you. The only thing, the only thing that is going to keep this ship from being an auto include, I bet you, is the fact that it will not be able to take a relay droid. 
Am I the only one still here? No, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. But, right? I mean, is there anything wrong with that? No, I don't. I don't think so, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's why I was silent. I was like, yeah, yeah. There's, that's... there's no, there's no way around that. We don't, um, we don't have any zoomed up images of any of the text, so we can't really read what they do as of right now. No, it's too small. But uh, the ship itself, I mean, what's there to say? It's a CIS fire spray. That's, it's got to be appropriately costed for how cheap some of the stuff is and how strong this faction already is. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see. Moving on. I don't to think there's the, much to worry about with that. I think it was right. attachments. We'll call them the attachments. Um, it looks like there's a Django Fett crew that we don't know what that does yet. There is something with charges. Again, it's too cut off. But I'm I'm going to assume that's a crew card just because of the – I'm assuming that's a crew card. We've got Boba in the gunner seat, Kid Boba, which neither none of us were impressed with. Um, looks like a generic gunner that uh, probably is going to be included with the lat, judging by the art. Uh, uh, sorry to add it. We might, there might be a Zam crew. There is. If you look at the spread on the uh, expansion for the wiki, okay, uh, she's down there too. Okay. Unknown, or I guess unknown type, Django Fett, Zamwazel, something Gunner, Thames Gunner. That charge thing might be Zamwazel. Yeah. That, that you said is, is cut off, that you think is crew. I think that's Zam. Right. Okay, that would be interesting if, if you could pay for crew and she would give the ability, right? Like, yeah, some maybe still be able to utilize condition cards or something, whatever. That, right. Whatever what she can do. You, interesting. What do you guys think is the ordinance on this thing? You see that? Three die primary, range one to two. Where are we looking? Yeah, it's um third card. That's, a, the that's a jamming beam, isn't it? Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, that's a jamming beam. Oh, okay. It, it's really blurry on mine, so yeah, okay. it's got a it, the beam on the back, one to three. Edited. Yeah. Um and then we have the same detonators that we saw on the We saw them earlier. I can't remember who uh, which ship it was. Is it the brute that had the detonate the uh, the four die the four charge detonators? No, it might have been um the the Nimbus. The, yeah, it was the Nimbus. Yeah, the Nimbus had one. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I love how going to have a device slot. That's I'm... actually cool. If I remember correctly, that was one of the things I remember from like the ship books for episode one, two, and three. Was the ship did have a device slot? I don't don't quote me on that, but I but I was fairly certain that it did. Um, but Sorry, yeah, no, we're talking about the Nimbus now. No, the Nimbus, we're looking at the, the card that has four charges is the same ah. card for the Nimbus. Okay. Gotcha. Or similar. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys also yeah, don't, that, don't, don't quote us on that. that. That EPT that we had mentioned that was cut off. that had the LAT is looks like that's that same card, but now fully available for us to see. Uh, I can't really right. tell what it I says. I can't read it. I, but, I took um, a shot at it before the show, but it's. Yeah, I can't. It's just I see some arcs. Maybe uh, I see a bullseye arc. I see hidden um, crit icons for both yeah, sides. Yeah. Of the, uh, I see hidden crit is, icons this is for the both wave sides. of of card text. Man, like there's a lot of card text. I mean, it's like we said. A lot of text. It's like we said last week. You know, when they start running out of ideas, that's when you kind of start dumping the word salad on everything. Some of the stuff looks very good. I'm happy with how interspread the same cards are. For example, I just did confirm that that four charge 
detonator whatever card that Django has is on the Nimbus in the in it's in the card spread as well. Um, but yeah, Vince, going off of what you just said about things that you know running out of ideas, the the heavy really sort of screams that those tie cards are gonna have to be interesting and good in order for me to be like, whoa, okay, right, like. Because, like, right now, cannons are not really a big thing in X-Wing, and you can pretty obviously tell that whole th- that thing's whole point is to be a cannon caddy. Right, right. So, I'm I'm not impressed. I already wasn't impressed with the tie, the tie Heavy, and I'm really even less now. It'll depend a lot on what this new cannon is. Um, I forget who has it. I forget which, which spread. Which the Heavy. Yeah. Was it the Heavy? The heavy's got one. I mean, it, yeah, it looks like, or at least I, it, from what we can see, it looks like a new cannon slot. So, and then probably the gunner. Sl- I mean, I, I'm assuming the tie heavy has a gunner slot. Right, it right. Would make no sense for it not to. Um, but yeah, I mean, Drew, you are right. It looks like a lot of these cards are going to be available in multiple places. Plus, there is the uh, great eBay in the sky where you go to get everything you need that you don't want to pay full price for. <laughs> that's true. That's true. AKA where all the first order players got all their copies of Proud Tradition. I didn't say that though. Um, we talked a lot about the Tri Fighter last week. I think that was probably the one that we had the most information on. And I don't think uh, there's that much to break down with it aside from it looking pretty powerful, right? Pretty strong. Yeah, yeah it's generic, but a really strong generic-looking ship. It's, for it's CIS. exciting in the most generic way possible, I guess. Right, right. right. It's got to be good too. The Tri Fighter is the separatist interceptor. It's gonna. Oh, it has like a condition that. token with it too, which is pretty interesting. Oh, is it the buzz droids or is that? Yeah, it's, no. They. Um, uh, no, it has. It has. It's the boosters. Oh, inter- oh, I see. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, um, man, I'm really glad that we got to reset all that and with a lot more information uh, than last week. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think? So we know that uh, Nick is very split on the Actus. Uh, a, he thinks that it's going to be either it's going to be worse than the Ether Sprite, but he's also afraid of what it's going to do, which I think is probably mostly the correct way to feel about it drew is gonna is looking at the tie heavy because i don't know why he he i want to play i want to play games with my wife again man and that was one of those things where it's like i put you know i put uh, resistance three resistance x-wings or you know two x's and and an a-wing across from her and she's like okay really and then i'm like all right well let's do imperials okay i put whisper vader and a grand inquisitor across from her and she's like that might just be you dog i mean there is nothing more okay. Then a two right. attack, one agility, eight whole ship. Right. Yeah. It's just. I mean, you're gonna win her heart over again, my friend. <laughs> I hope so, man. I want it. And so there's the thing. I I'm a big ace player, right? Like initiative, high initiative. No, is, Drew, is... you're a what's good player. I don't know about that. I I just I took really broken. Uh, <sighs> rack whisper. I guess. I mean, but that uh, long story. But either way, no. I'm I'm excited for the high tevy. The, the high tevy. Yes. Um, I I want it to be good. I want ties. I want to see ties on the board. You know, it was one of those things. FFG said they wanted to see X wings more, and and we still see them now, and they make pretty decent showings, right? Like lots of wedge, lots of Luke, um, or generics. I just the tie fighter has almost disappeared now that better swarms have shown up. So I want to see better swarms, and I'm really hoping the heavy boosts them uh, to a point where we'll see more of them. But 
Well, I mean, probably not. It looks. It doesn't look good, man. I'm looking at it right yeah. now, and I'm like, the first the first purchase I'm gonna make is Django because I want Hondo, yeah. like yeah. straight up. Everyone, everyone is gonna buy. Everyone who has a crew carrier is gonna <laughs> want one copy of Hondo just because they want to be the one to break it. So here's <laughs> here's the rule that we need to instate because um, I'm a man of ideas. When when you when you use Hondo at any point during your game, you must explain everything you're doing using Hondo's voice. <laughs> Hold on, using Hondo's voice as if you're talking to Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't get Hondo's fucking voice out of my head now. I have, <laughs> so have you been? You haven't been to the new Disneyland ride? Oh, he's I great. Have, oh, I, yeah, I he's, love that. Fantastic. He's so wonderful. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Go uh, like, Drive forward. <laughs> we are now the official Hondo Onaka Pirate Cast. Um, yeah, Hondo Hondo, Hondo Out Podcast. Wow. And we're moving on. <laughs> don't don't Onaka it till you try it. If you know what I mean. Okay. Hey. That was that was pretty good. You're welcome. Um, and on that terrible pun, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, Nick, thanks again for hanging out and stepping in for Jeff on short notice. Drew, as always, thank really? you, sir. Thank you, guys. And uh, Vince will endeavor to get this episode up on time, not six days late. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks out. Bye.